I don't know whether you can hear me or not. Maybe some of what I'm saying will echo through. Um, the, the Talking sun. up British accents. Talking British accents. So my voice might sound a little weird right now because I have a cold, but anti-British. I am British as well. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Trust God Bro, episode 36. Um, welcome, welcome. Um, thank you for opening up your studio to me. The great <laughs> oh, outdoors. Yeah. Professional. Um, yeah, professional studio. Um, professional. Yeah, I mean, who, who do we got on the podcast today? Who are you guys? What do you do? Um, and yeah, <laughs> favorite acai bowl. Hit it, Nicole. So, I'm Nicole Lehman. Uh, some people call me Nikki Cole, whatever you're feeling that day. Um, I am going into my senior year at ISU for nursing school. And, um, yeah, kind of people know me as Acai Girl. So, my favorite, I like really enjoy Acai's. I mean, you convinced like a whole, like the, the planning committee for the college like having a bunch of college kids over mm-hmm. you convinced the planning committee to make acai bowls for everyone yeah so yeah you, you can that say was, acai girl. it was so fun yeah i made like 40 little cups of acai and then um at a young group function we had this bar and then people added whatever toppings they wanted and then i was annoying and walked by every person and said how do you like it and then <laughs> most, a lot of people asked for like the recipe so hmm. yeah there you go uh, but my favorite acai bowl was probably in Hawaii mm-hmm. this past year. Um, it's called A'a Roots on Maui. Mm. And it was so good. They had lilikoi on it, which is a Hawaiian passion fruit. Uh-huh. And then they also served it with a lime slice, which I'd never seen before. And so now I like to sometimes add like lime juice or lemon juice on top for a little citrusy. Huh. Oh, and never, you always have to have good granola and uh, peanut butter. Okay. <laughs> have to have the peanut butter. I mean, butter. the peanut butter is a must. It's like... Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. I go to bed looking forward to peanut butter in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Okay. And I, Paige? I'm Paige Metz. I am at ISU studying nursing as well, but I took a little bit of a different route, so I did a two-year program first, so I'm working as a nurse at St. James Pontiac. Shout out. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm day shift on med surge. It's going really well. I get random days off in the week, and the schedule is pretty legit, so I like it. And I'm getting my bachelor's online as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. For Acai, <laughs> Nicole has converted me as well. <laughs> but I don't have as much detail when it comes to my favorite bowl. But when I was with Nicole in Florida once, we went to Maya Papaya. Maya Papaya. And they put so much almond butter on that thing. Oh my word. It's like a half cup. Yeah. Like an ice cream scooper. It's <laughs> wow, so good. Cup. It was really good. And it's homemade. Makes you full mm. for like the rest of the day, though. So. And we, and we listened to EDM music on the way to the Everglades mm-hmm. while huh. eating our acai bowls. It was fueled us, fun. Fueled us for our 13-mile bike ride Yeah, against <laughs> the hot wind in Florida. It was oh very my. hot. And alligators. Mm-hmm. Man, acai and EDM. Sounds like a, like yeah. a day. If, if you, you haven't done out, it, you need no. to. Oh. <laughs> um, what's the best peanut butter you guys have had? Do you guys uh, have a peanut butter preference? Oh, yeah. oh my word, yes. Um, so <laughs> I mean, I think I'm a peanut butter uh, connoisseur, so I Yeah, mean. I do. So I would say my top peanut butter is, um, <laughs> oh my, there's so many good ones, but you just have to, okay, not Jif, I'm sorry if you're a Jif Hey, fan. I agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jif and Skippy, bottom of the totem pole. Yeah. Not very yes. bottom, but yeah. they're down there. So actually, just plain old Smuckers, natural, Okay. crunchy. All it is is peanuts and salt. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. And it the texture is fabulous. And then also this brand called Adams that they sell. Actually, my friends from Oregon had it. Mm-hmm. And it's like this huge, like, tub. So it's amazing because <laughs> it lasts you forever. And I just, we go through peanut butter a lot here. So, mm. yeah, I'm really into the crunchy. And then it has to be natural and, like, no yes. sugar added. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are probably mm-hmm. my tops. Hmm. 
Okay, look up Crazy Richards. Crazy Richards <laughs> peanut butter is Crazy the Richard. only way to go. What does it look like? 100% peanuts, no I other ingredients. Kind. Oh, you can drizzle it. I've seen it, you yeah. You can drizzle you this can stuff. Drizzle. Oh, it's beautiful. Amazing. Yeah. Huh. So good. Yeah. Find it at Kroger. Yeah. Justin's for almond butter, but other nut butters is a different conversation. So. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and by bringing in other nut butters. <laughs> How did Tris got? I've been choosing your peanut butter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got sunflower butter, there's almond macadamia butter, nut. macadamia so nut. So good. Butter. Oh, my word. Yeah, I made actually a homemade macadamia nut. Really? I added coconut oil and honey to it. Oh. Fabulous. <laughs> See, I've made a peanut butter, but I've never done any other nut butter. Yeah, you yeah. just throw them in a food processor blender. and blender up. So yeah. easy. All right. Well, we should probably <laughs> actually talk about, about what we're talking about <laughs> yeah. today. So I may edit this out, but yeah. Today, yep, whatever you yeah. need to. Whatever we're, you need to. We're talking about trusting God with your peanut butter preference. <laughs> uh, but really, we're talking about trusting God with your body and with your health. Um, it's kind of like a working title, but... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And Sadie and I talked about something similar like two weeks ago, uh, trusting God with your beauty. This is a little bit different, though, because this is like the way that you um, treat your body instead mm-hmm. of the way you, you view it, I guess, which um, it works both hand in hand. But, um, yeah, so I want to throw a quick disclaimer and say we're not um, psychologists. We're not your doctor. Um, so this is a very delicate topic, but um, yeah, I think we do um, have some good questions where we can get some dialogue. Mm-hmm. But experience, I, yeah, and experience. I mean, you guys are both nurses, so mm-hmm. it's like you know the 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 grind and how the body works. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's pretty amazing when you think about like the bo- like your body and the the reason why it's created. I mean, like being a nurse, like mm-hmm. how has that like ingrown your fascination for the body and how God's created it or like how has mm-hmm. that changed kind of mine started before um being a nursing student my mom's always cooked pretty healthily and then um I've been like super active throughout my childhood I danced one year my junior year in high school I was dancing five days a week so it was pretty much all I did and um but I've gone through times in my life where I focused too much on like the actual appearance of my body mm-hmm. and um, just like kind of the obsession of it. And it always started from a really healthy spot of just wanting to take care of myself and uh, yeah, and then ended up liking the results that I was seeing physically, liking the number on the scale and liking the comments that people gave me and like almost. Um, also a way of control in times of extreme stress in my life. So, um, yeah, into senior year, I realized that it was a idol in my life of just exercising. It was always on my mind. And then also like what I was eating for that day and like would get really stressed out with it. And I knew it became an idol when I was at sitting in church one day and I was like, I cannot focus like all I'm thinking about is when I'm going to get my run in and what I'm eating. And like, it just stressed me out so much. Yeah. And people in my life had been noticing too, like, Nicole, you're looking too thin. Like, you know, um, yeah, just kind of like noticing things that was obsessive almost. Mm -hmm. And, um, by this time I had started, um, giving more of my heart to the Lord and just like, fully surrendering my life to him and I realized that this had become an idol in my life and I was tired of it I was exhausted from it and wanted to give it up to God but I didn't know how and then I went to um, girls camp for my church and um, my cousin who was helping there on staff noticed that I looked was showing signs of anemia and said that I should get checked out And by this time, I had been more fatigued. And, um, yeah, I was very fatigued. I Mm. couldn't even run a half mile where before I was running six. And so um, my body wasn't able to compensate anymore. And so I went and got my blood tested. And my hemoglobin was at a 6.1, which for a female is supposed to be 12 to 16. And so I was not getting enough oxygen throughout my body and uh, found myself in the hospital. And so... 
that was just such a gentle wake-up call from God of just like Nicole like you were so focused on this and like look what you've done to yourself almost and Mm -hmm. so through that like the Lord has healed me and at times a certain stress in my life when I start getting stressed or kind of have OCD behaviors in other aspects of my life that I feel like is out of control Mm -hmm. that I can fall into that of being in control of oh I can control how much I work out I control what I eat and almost like a source of control and certainty when other things seem Mm -hmm. falling apart Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just like being aware of when I'm starting to feel that way. And uh, yeah, but the Lord's really grown me and like grown me in such a way to like love to take care of my body and love to just like eat nourishing foods and like make that for others. And like the beauty of just like even the blessing of having taste buds, like God didn't have to give us taste buds, but he did. And sure. like mm-hmm. <laughs> he made so many fruits and veggies and they're be- they look beautiful and they taste so good and they're healing to the body with the vitamins and minerals they provide. So it's just neat and God's allowed me to reach out to other girls who I can just tell are struggling with it and um, just be encouragement to one another. So I am thankful for what I've gone through and just really seeing God's word where he says, like, he makes us strong through our weaknesses, and he really has, through this, just grown a love and helped me to reach out to others. But hmm. with nursing, I've just been so affirmed with this through, like, just going through clinicals and seeing, like, a lot of people are in the hospital because of things they've done to themselves, not purposefully, but, like, just results from unhealthy lifestyles, whether that's overeating or drinking soda instead of water or uh, smoking and just like all these ways of like not fully taking care of your temple um, your body and just like and people like stuck in that like they know that's why they're there but they come to get a band-aid fix and then they leave and come back a month later and so it's really heartbreaking to see them Hmm. in that rut and just affirming of like I want to take care of myself and I want to love these people and i pray that they could see Christ through me and maybe Mm. this you know will give them a different outlook and more motivation so Mm. and just like you go to nursing school and it's hard but man it's almost faith strengthening too because just like learning how amazing and exquisite the body is Mm -hmm. like there had to be in a creator and like yeah I feel like you can just believe in God just looking at the like um, intricacies of all the different systems in the Bible. I mean, mm. not in the Bible, in the body. So yeah. it's just amazing, and it makes me just, like, increase my faith. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Huh. And the ability of the body to heal itself, too. Like, it's crazy. Mm, <laughs> based on your mental motivation and, like, being in the right spot with that and, like, spiritually, too, like, how much that affects your healing is something that I really noticed in nursing is like people that are taking care of themselves mentally like will ultimately be taking care of themselves better physically too and have better outcomes at the hospital Mm -hmm. and a lot of that comes from their spirituality and having supports from there for people in their lives Hmm. family people from church like yeah and it's like God didn't create us with like one dimension of like mm-hmm. who we are, but he created us like our physical was meant to interact with our our mental and yes. our spiritual and like these are all all things that are side like part of it. And so, you know, a lot of you know, a mental disorder or something else, it's like a lot of these like doing physical things could help improve your mental health in ways yes, and, and vice versa too. And yeah, and I think the most important would be like you know our spiritual health like but thanks for sharing your story mm-hmm. yeah i think that was really helpful for me um yeah. to hear and such a common experience too like yeah, yeah. to never feel alone in that struggle because yeah. oh my word no yeah I, I do think it's a little bit more of a feminine feminine struggle mm-hmm. and like yeah teenage years too yeah having the pressure yeah. definitely <clears throat> like high school Instagram comparison yeah and a lot of times it just starts off of wanting just to take better care of yourself and then it Mm -hmm. falls into 
comparison and then liking the results and it can just be an easy way to like it's just such an easy thing to like control yourself with and Mm -hmm. so yeah 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 but and you know and I do think I mean like guys struggle with this too and Mm -hmm. so I think this is something that's like applies because I think you really see it in like athletes like people that are like training you know Mm -hmm. because like they're for so long that's like kind of like the starting thing for like you know runners like me like I feel like this is something I've struggled with too because it's like I go from times like running like lots of miles and um to like none at all and like or Mm -hmm. wrestlers even I think this is stuff is really hard for wrestlers like people that have to like cut weight for like what they're doing and it really plays messes with the way you view your body Mm -hmm. because we weren't meant to do these like crash diets and like stuff like we were meant to like kind of um I don't know live on a more um sustainable consistent yeah Yeah. we want to be consistent and that yeah I've definitely learned like it's lifestyle it's like not any diet you're gonna do it's just living a healthy lifestyle and my dad said something that's resonated with me so much but like um all good things are good in moderation but the moment that you start doing too much of one type of good thing like it's not good and uh-huh. like just living a life of moderation so that means like you know like yes you can have that ice cream or you can have that cookie but like you sh- probably shouldn't be only eating cookies and ice cream like have some fruits and veggies have mm-hmm. some protein have some carbs and then like have that on the side you know yeah and so but the moment you like completely cut something out of your life like later on you could end up binging or like yeah mm-hmm. yeah just harming your body in that way yeah did you have a thought i just think that the more experience we have like even once we graduate and like yeah. get to make those choices for ourselves a lot of times with how we're gonna live um, I think one right choice leads to the next in that way that um, as we are motivated to like do one good thing like the next thing follows mm. kind of like with eating exercising setting God's word like Sleep. I think that yeah Sleep that's important, so important too yeah mm-hmm. I yeah. think that Christ can be a motivation for that and stewarding in our bodies yeah. as a temple. Like, I don't know. I think I heard this once because I don't think it's an original thought, but there's um, one time where I heard that it was just a cool thought that um, we should be stewarding our bodies because we take care of our physical church where the spirit dwells yeah. and the spirit dwells in us. Yeah. Mm. And like, what a powerful thing that like oh, we yeah. have christ inside of us so why wouldn't we take care of the temple that he's in when we take care of like our church and our houses too like we want we want to look nice we want to be healthy we want to be a good vessel that can be active and um doing his work so yeah yeah and it's like up to this point we haven't said anything explicitly spiritual really Mm -hmm. but there is that like so like we're be talking about how and this is in the book like seven habits seven habits of highly effective people talks about that like how like doing one thing can lead to another like you know successful people highly effective people they like mm-hmm. make their bed and like they're also like they do all these small things which takes discipline mm-hmm. and i think in that itself is it's a good thing but i think when you see like you said like there's this 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 higher motivation that you see even more mm-hmm. so and it's like god created our bodies to be used for a purpose to glorify him and Mm -hmm. you know it's like his holy spirit dwells in us it's like our physical um bodies and so i think that you know there's just like so many other um Mm -hmm. reasons and i think yielding to the spirit too will give us the wisdom and knowledge we need to be able to make choices that are going to glorify god too with our bodies yeah i think that's part of his work in our lives too is yeah definitely a continual prayer in my life is like lord give me um wisdom on how to take care of my body Mm -hmm. physically how what i eat and how i exercise because i don't want it to get to where it was that one time you know yeah and so like and i know like like good health 
and like um, the ability to go on a run, the ability to have whatever fruit, whatever veggie, you name it, is an extreme blessing a lot of people in the world don't have. And mm-hmm. so just asking God for wisdom on that so it can glorify Him mm-hmm. and uh, not be something I'm always thinking about, but something that He's just helping me live a healthy lifestyle. Mm. Just naturally, naturally to Him too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we can get caught up when we are looking in the mirror too much and focusing yeah. on ourselves <laughs> and not Him yeah. and serving others and kind of getting out of our yeah. own heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a that's a good fact. I mean, it's like I remember um, we were doing this like confession thing with a bunch of guys once, and mm-hmm. one guy always says like I want to confess like I've been like looking at myself a lot in the mirror lately and I just remember like that really just struck me as odd like why would you like say that and then I think the more I thought about it of like wow like I don't know just like um or like (laughs) the way he said it was really funny like I've been flexing a lot or whatever it's like but it's like the part of it and I want to touch on this in a little bit of like how our hearts the idol part of it and how do we know when we have an idol the amount of time we spend thinking talking about yeah with others I was going to say, yeah, the amount of time you think about it and the amount of time you put mm-hmm. towards that, mm-hmm. I think, can represent that. So, like, is most of your day thinking about whatever, you know, you name it is, like, a big thing. It's, like, am I thinking about how can I always make more money or how can I lose weight or how can I um, – get this boy's attention like that's an idol in your life when Mm -hmm. it should be how can I glorify God in Mm. this moment yeah and so like yes those other things like those can be good but like if that's taking more thought in your mind than um God himself and like glorifying him and sharing Christ's love to those around us then I think that's an idol yeah fireworks yeah I just realized there's a bunch of fireworks going off so those are probably going to come through the mic um, but that's okay, and it's Those actually part of our show. I meant to be, and I think this is gonna get posted on. <laughs> I just looked on the calendar. This will actually get posted on Fourth of July. No way! So, okay. Happy awesome. Independence Day! <laughs> yeah, I love cool. it. That's, cheers! Cheers! Clink, clink, clink. clink. Hydros, 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 bubbly and yeti. Oh yeah. Um, How on brand are you? I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, didn't mean to undermine your point. That no. was really good. <laughs> But there um, were fireworks. Yeah. It, it was like your comment was so fire, just that yes. uh, fireworks had to go off. Oh, my word. So, yeah, that's I think that is true. And so the idea I wanted to, like, look into is, like, first ask, like, why should I care about my body? Mm. And, yeah, I mean, like, do you guys have any thoughts with that real quick before we go any further? Being ready for good works, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Being ready to go where God calls us with able bodies and minds I think is one of the most sacrificial things in the way that we can serve Christ um, to our fullest potential and not that it's about putting my not that it's about productivity yeah. but like being available to the spirits um, moving in on us yeah I mean, if I want to get up for, like, mm-hmm. a 6.30 Devo, it's like, dude, I can't, like, I want to be, like, yeah. the most present self I can mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think, like, getting in the right sleep and, like, all that stuff is, like, really helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's really easy for me, for my emotions to get whacked when I don't have enough sleep, when I've not eaten right, when I haven't cleared my mind with, like, a run or something. Like, I think it's so natural for us to be performing at our best and most glorifying selves when we're stewarding our body which is mm. I feel like just common sense yeah <laughs> it's no it's good I mean it definitely is helpful I think you know okay I'm not gonna go into this yet do you have any thoughts okay. Nicole um I had a couple verses that um yeah read them out yeah so let's hear Psalm it. 27 4 through 6 Ooh, it's a good one Uh, One thing have I asked of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Mm. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me high upon a rock. 
And now my head shall be lifted up above mine enemies all around me, and I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to read off a couple different verses, and then uh, I'm going to tie them all together for you. Okay. okay. Colossians 3.12 Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Uh, Romans 8.11 if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. And lastly, for while bodily training is of some value, mm-hmm. godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. Yeah, that's like the puncher verse that I mm-hmm. wanted to hit. Boom. That's a great verse. All right. I'm glad we both had that thought. Titus Two eleven through 15 for the grace of God has appeared bringing salvation for all people training us to renounce ungodliness oh. and worldly passions and to live self-controlled upright and godly lives in the present age waiting for our blessed hope the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possessions who are zealous for good works Mm. Mm. That that Titus verse is like one of the ones like, like you don't think that's in there, and you find out it's like a gem. Like I heard, like this dude was. You're like to me what once. Titus? <laughs> yeah, it's like Titus, and it, like this guy came up to me. He's like, dude, I like I just like found this, and it's like mm-hmm. the, it's the most incredible thing ever because it. Yeah. It's like it just it's in there. You don't really think about it. It's like the grace of God. The yeah. the time between grace and like works how it's like we don't earn, but it's like a mm-hmm. response, and you just see it's yes. like. Denying ungodliness. It's like the way they word it. It's like the grace of God is so lifted up. And, and through his sanctification, we can be more self-controlled. Like that's yeah. the fruit of the Spirit in yeah. us is yeah. being able to listen to his leading when he tells us like yeah. how to steward our bodies. Too. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. sweet. Nicole? Um, yeah, so kind of the reason why I put all those verses together um Firstly, starting off with the Psalms 27, 4 through 6, talk about the tabernacle of God and, like, um, how we'll one day be in the kingdom with him. And I had this really neat conversation a few weeks ago, and we were talking about how, why do we always talk about the kingdom, like, in the future, like, building his kingdom, like, you know, Mm -hmm. like, eternity? But, like, we're building his kingdom right now, like, here on earth. And I think the evidence of that is the verse in Romans 8.11 where it says the same spirit that rose Jesus from the grave lives within me and you. Like, if you Mm -hmm. think about that, Mm -hmm. that's insane. And, like, heaven is perfect community with the spirit. Like, he is all around us. And so we are each, like, little vessels of the spirits walking around this world right now. And um, I saw in your notes you have this verse about mm-hmm. Revelation that talks about um, new heaven and new earth. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I kind of want to believe, like, we're already a part of that right now. And, like, God's just going to, like, glorify this earth and just keep everything good in its glorified state and then just get rid of everything that's impure and not godly. And it's just really, it like, is so... In- encouraging to think like you know we could be living part of eternity right Mm -hmm. now and like in his kingdom and just like that alone like we need to be taking care of ourselves and most importantly like (laughs) first timothy yes you know exercising your body does some good but if you're not exercising your spirit there's no point Mm -hmm. and exercising the spirit is what goes into eternity because in um, Revelation, it talks about we're going to have a new body. And so this body will, I believe, is that in Revelation? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to have different bodies, but um, that's okay to want to take care of yourself. But most importantly, it's about getting closer to Jesus and spending more time with him and exercising the fruits of the Spirit. Hmm. And in Colossians 3.12, it says, like, be humble, be patient, 
And that's how people see Christ within us, is just being different. And that being different is the fruits of the Spirit and just loving people Mm. because that's what our world needs right now is love. Mm. And so, yeah, that's just kind of how... Paige is singing. What song is that? Oh, I have to look it up now. I just think of Black Eyed Peas. Where is the Mm. love? Yeah. (laughs) Cassie could rap that whole thing right now. Yeah. (laughs) No, um, those are some good... I think just seeing that in light of eternity... Mm-hmm. And it's like, what are we living our bodies for? Yeah, like you said, it's like when you put it in perspective of eternity, the way I view my body is amplified. But not only that, but the way like I live like the rest of my life and the way I treat others. And mm. so there's that struggle there of like we live in this world, um, but we're not of it. So we, we're, mm-hmm. we're, God wanted to leave us in the mess so that we could be like a light to other people like he didn't want us to take us out of this world he wanted us to live in it so like in some way the kingdom is being uh, built and established on earth like we ask god like your um will be done your kingdom come like that you would reign that his reign would but at the same time it's like it's not quite here you know Mm -hmm. um so we like anxiously await for the day when i no longer like think you know my body is fat or what you know stuff yeah. like that like we have this fallen state of ourselves that like we're in this world um and in all its mess god wanted to leave us there and so that we could look to christ to have these redeemed minds that would make us um present christ that that, that we would mm-hmm. tell people about this person that died for me that set us free um so let's talk about the relationship between idols in our life and kind of how our ideas of our body and health are skewed and then kind of some takeaways for people and how they can fight against that how you fought against that so like yeah the relationship between idols and like our body and health Mm. i think that i've never really had that as an idol more as something that i can get lazy in i like to um, live for pleasure and fun and if that means like eating when I feel like it or people around me are or it's fun like I think that's almost something I can go the other way with is like serving a good time as an idol rather than like mm-hmm. what's the lasting effects of my choices and like is it really a good use of my time and energy to be yeah not stewarding my body essentially yeah. like in like, the other way like mm. even gluttony or yeah and then there's the other way of like not allowing yourself to eat i think that either way they can become an idol obviously and yes. so it, there's it, yeah different experiences for different people but with <laughs> me it was more just like not thinking enough, like not yeah. having enough attention, intentionality about mm. what I'm putting in my body, what I'm using my body for. Am I taking care of myself in the yeah. fact of like, this might not feel good in the moment and like this might be really hard for me, but like how much is this going to matter? Like mm. this bad feeling for like, maybe 30 minutes while I'm running like Uh will give me the lasting effects and that's just like I think part of self-control too is like having the perspective of what's going to do the best like good for me and train myself in godliness and good works too yeah Yeah, I know. I'm glad you mentioned that because, like, it is, it's like a pendulum. On, like, one side, you have, Mm -hmm. like, overindulging, the other side of, like, you know, being very regimented and strict. While one looks very healthy, like, that does look like a very healthy thing to do. They both have the same, like, cause. Like, they both have the same root. This underlying idol Mm -hmm. that's saying that you need to do something in order to be happy, like, to have favor with Mm -hmm. God. And maybe that's not the as refined as it's coming out but when you really drill deep into like what you're doing and i think in my own life like i've 
I think on the more I fall more on the side of like gluttony and like you know it doesn't probably like look at you just look at me but I've just like whatever like my emotions go like then I'll mm-hmm. just like you know feel like I need to like eat a bunch or or do whatever to like feel like I'm like okay and mm-hmm. so it's like mm-hmm. and so it's like that both of them are they're not good whether it's like overindulging underindulging are both not mm-hmm. good ways to deal yes. um yeah and so this is like kind of like begging the question of like yeah like how how do i like not do that mm-hmm. and do you have any more thoughts on that before? uh yeah there was a time time where um i was like really struggling with just like obsessive of uh like getting into that ocd control of um exercise and eating healthy And uh, my Jesus calling for the day just spoke so much to me. And um, obviously it was God's word that spoke to me. And then Luke 12, 12, it's it's titled the section, Do Not Be Anxious. And starting at verse 22, um, they say, And he said, or no, sorry, God says, And he said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life. What you will eat, nor about your body, what you will put on. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothing. Consider the ravens, they neither sow nor reap. Mm. They have neither storehouse nor barn, and yet God feeds them. Of how much more value are you than the birds? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? And isn't that just such a gem of a verse, like set of verses? Mm Jesus just, and it can speak to both sides of um, the spectrum of gluttony or of extreme control. And um, Jesus is just saying, like, the ravens, the flowers, just creation in general does not worry about what the next day is going to look like. They're not worrying about what they're going to eat or where they're going to sleep. But Jesus cares so much for them, or God does. He cares for his creation Mm -hmm. and how much more does he care for us and that one verse where it says like if you being evil can give good gifts how much more can God give good gifts and just like God cares about each one of us so much and that verse just brought a lot of peace to me of being like what is being anxious about gonna do it's just Mm -hmm. making me anxious and it's actually um, they say like extreme stress is equivalent to smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. And so if you're so stressed about something in your life that's pulling your focus away from uh, God, then uh, like that actually is very damaging. You're a chain smoker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. I think practically, too, when there is that temptation, like physically remove yourself. If you are led to compulsively eat from based on emotions or comparing yourself or negative feelings, like yeah, physically removing yourself, like for sure. I think the most powerful thing we can do with sin and unhealthy things that are in our life is to first become aware of them. Mm-hmm. And so, just like letting yourself admit mm-hmm. that and yeah. like being open about that, like Satan cannot work when you are putting stuff in the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I always say vulnerability and, like, um, shedding light on Satan's darkness in your heart to Mm -hmm. others, like, that's allowing God in. And that's, like, completely, like, just stomping on Satan. Because Satan wants you to feel alone in your struggle and, like, you're the only one who does this. Like, Mm -hmm. you can't tell anyone about this you know, you gotta keep putting on that fake smile at church. You gotta keep telling people you're doing good, and it's like, actually, when we like admit our weaknesses to those around us, like God glorifies that. And I always say, like, when you open up your about your struggles to someone, um, God will just like, I just feel like you put someone in your life who's like been through it is going through the struggle or like knows someone or is maybe going to go through it someday and so if you feel like the spirit's calling you to share with someone like take that leap of faith and i also just want to encourage you guys with the verse 
in Philippians 3, 12 through 14, where Paul says, Not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what mm -hmm. lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize, the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And so Paul is just saying, like, I am not perfect myself, but I'm perfect through Christ. And, like, we're living this life, like, I think it's just such a neat prayer even to ask God for perseverance. Lord, get me through this day. Get me through the race of life because I want to spend eternity with you in heaven. And like Jesus, there's so, there's countless verses in the Bible where Jesus says, I will never leave you or forsake you. Mm -hmm. And so like, he's with us in every trial we go through. And 1 Corinthians ten thirteen says that God will not give us anything we're above, you know, where we cannot handle, you know, without the strength of his spirit. And so, yeah, admitting your struggles to those around us you know, defeat helps defeat Satan and allow God to help you. And I think that's the gospel. It <coughs> says, like, we don't have it all together. Like, I'm a messed up person, mm -hmm. and I need God's help. And so I think that's the heart of what it comes to in, like, identifying those idols in your life. And we talked about this earlier, but how do I do that? Take a thought inventory. Like, what am I thinking about? Mm -hmm. What are the mm -hmm. things my mind, like, come to? And, um... You know realizing the root of that is you're saying like if I do this thing if I get this then I'll be happy um, is really just like a works-based trust like I'm trusting in this mm -hmm. idol to give me happiness mm -hmm. and um, it's really just so destructive I mean idols will say to work and it's gonna make you feel like uneasy all the time mm -hmm. like you're, if this slightest thing happens like you're tipped off you know that says like if I get this like house then I'll be happy or if I get this mm -hmm. body then I'll get a spouse or like stuff like that then I'll be happy and yeah, I think then I will then I yeah. will yeah and you're not looking to God as a source of everything good and like he is the giver you know he is the yeah. the source of it and he is the gift God is the greatest gift we could ever receive mm -hmm. idols will set us off you know all the time but mm -hmm. if we're focused on God in the gospel that I'm a messed up person redeemed by grace then it's like this is gonna make me a more steady person that doesn't say oh I, I don't have to like I don't have to rest in the way my body looks to feel happy I don't have to rest mm -hmm. in these other things but I can rest in God and that kind of just makes you easy you know easy just always consistent mm -hmm. um, for sure I have a yeah a couple of thoughts too on that is like if you like if running is the source of pride in your life, like humble yourself with that of God, like before you run, before you're gonna run, just like God, give me the strength to go on this run because I'm only able to run because you have given me the strength mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. Like so much in our society is like success driven of like, okay, I am rich because I work um, my tail off, you know? Or I look this way because I spend five hours a day in the gym. Or you name whatever. Um, but just like hum humbling yourself to God and just being like, Lord, I only have this because you have given me this and thanking him. Mm -hmm. And that is such an important thing in our life is just having a thankful heart and just thanking him for every meal, thanking him for being able to sleep, having a loving family having a healthy body, whatever those blessings are, and, like, asking him also to open your eyes to seeing the blessings around you, like, that's the best thing, I think, to do is just be more thankful. Hmm. Yeah. Um, now, in wrapping up, so, like, how can we, do you guys have any more things that you would say to say like a 13 year old girl mm -hmm. <laughs> I've used this before but like if a 13 year old girl came up to you and it's like how can I trust God with my health and my body mm -hmm. like what would you say what are ways you can do that this is like the most generic thing but like get out of your head about it like I think 
we have so many distractions between social media, Mm -hmm. what other people are doing. Um, That's huge. Like, those pressures can be really real and really influential. And I think just, like, being okay that, like, God has given you the body that you're in, like, is a huge step. And that comes from getting out of ourselves and out of our selfishness and focused on um, who he is made to be, us to be. Um, and that's like his servant and mm. making it about other people. I would say even like, if you want to call it like an Instagram detox or Instagram fast, mm-hmm. and like if you find yourself going on Instagram and, you know, looking up weight loss tactics or, you know, all these fitness people or whatever your triggers may be or maybe if it's even girls other girls in your high school class like comparison and you're just leaving Instagram discontent like I'm not saying delete your account just take a week off take a month off mm-hmm. and just uh, focus on like your relationship with Jesus and who you are of because of Christ not you are not identified by how your body looks on the outside, but you're identified of the heart within. And so, like, just refocusing of the only thing that really matters is not how many likes I get. Not, you know, if this girl looks skinnier than me in this photo, but who I am in Christ and who Christ says to me. And also, like, up on your mirror or, um, yeah, in your closet, in your bathroom, verses that just speak God's truth and like while you're brushing your teeth read over those and those are just such Hmm. gentle reminders of God's truth Mm -hmm. while you're getting ready for the day Hmm. actively replacing thoughts too yeah you see you have a thought come into your head about your body or liking it or not liking it like replace that with the truth of the gospel like you said like God has created me in his image and so I'm going to rejoice in that today and not let those thoughts penetrate and grow roots because they can be really dangerous if they are gone yeah, yeah. growing and vulnerability like mm-hmm. don't don't tell Satan don't allow Satan to lie to you of saying like you know you're alone in this no one cares mm-hmm. about this and just like if the thoughts in your mind are not lining up to God's word, then they're from the devil, you know, like, or they're just yourself. Like, you know, there's different ideas of like, what is all staying putting into your mind and what's, you know, yourself. But if it's not God's word, yeah, then it's false. And so, um, yeah, yeah, just like taking those lies, capturing them, taking them captive and, like looking at God's truth to that lie, and it, if it doesn't match, then it's not accurate. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So, mm-hmm. And being just open with the ones who love you, like your parents, they love you. They have their best interest in you, or your friends around you, and maybe it's a mentor. But you need accountability. We're not meant to walk this life alone. Mm-hmm. And that's one thought that I had is if you are feeling called to steward your body in a different way, or in a way that you think would be pleasing to God then like involve other people in that yeah exercising with someone else having someone keep you accountable to how much you are exercising like mm-hmm. if we're willing to be open with that that can be like the most powerful way to yeah. turn around a lifestyle mm-hmm. and habits yeah yeah those are good practicals I mean if you want to be a trust God bro or trust God sis, <laughs> <laughs> I then, like it. Then yeah, exercise yourself to get these. Like you said, like put them on your mirror, whatever you have to do. Bring another person in your life to become filled by grace instead of works. Of saying I have mm-hmm. to work, but mm-hmm. instead of having the gospel become present in your life, and that's the heart of what builds trust in God is being filled with his grace um just never be afraid to bring it to god like he's your friend he's your father he's Mm -hmm. your brother talk to him like he's right there in the room because he is and just say hey god 
I'm struggling with this. Like, oh, yeah. help me with wisdom and guidance in this. And, like, he will answer that prayer. So, like, if your heart condemn you for that. Yeah. There's nothing too dumb, too shallow to pray about to God. Like, he wants to be every action hmm. that we do, every thought. So, yeah. Just ask for the Spirit's guidance. Amen. Amen. Love you guys. Um,. Yeah, so... Try not say evil. <laughs> try not say evil. Um, yeah, and so I think just a verse to cling on to, godliness with contentment is great gain. And so it's like, you know... Gains. That's g- what this whole podcast is about. Gains! <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so sorry. No, you're good. So, yeah, godliness with contentment is great gain. You know, don't train yourself um, just for physically, but spiritually. Yes. Because that's what's lasting yeah yep okay thank you for joining this episode yeah it's a lot of fun thanks for sharing your favorite peanut butter flavors mm. acai bowls very useful yeah. information thanks for asking us to do this if you didn't awesome. get anything out of the podcast remember the good peanut butter and yeah uh, text me if you want to say your recipe i can give it to you <laughs> <laughs> um Send in your questions. I've gotten a couple over, and I, I love when people reach out to me. I've had some, some people text and even call me, and so it's kind of fun. Cool. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, but, oh, yeah, and I have Trust God Bros stickers, so if you want one, oh, I, I can get you guys stickers. Dude. Yes, uh, my water bottle's pretty bare, so. Yeah, and listeners, if you it. want one, reach out to me. I'll try to find a way to get it to you, maybe. I know there's people I've told, promised and didn't have them ready and didn't get them, so. Stickers. $9.99. $9.99? Oh, $9.99. Well, That'd be yeah. a lot for a sticker. No, I'd say like. <laughs> Is it just God 50 Bro's cents sticker? If, original. If I'm mailing it to you, maybe a little bit more for me. 75 75 or something. We'll, we'll, we'll come out with a prize. So reach out to me if you want a sticker. Um, at the merch end of, drop next Merch year. drop. <laughs> T-shirts. Um, nah, not yet. So at the end of every episode, we like to say, and that's how you trust God, bro. Uh, <laughs> so do we do that do you today? Do, that? do what? Yeah. Where? <laughs> I usually count down. Oh, so sorry. Do you want to count us down? No, you got it. All right, ready? That's how you trust God, bro.